0: What's going on, everybody? Good morning, good morning, good morning. My name is Marley, and welcome back to The Writer's Block. This is the podcast where we explore the thoughts, the conversations happening between the songs that ultimately inspire the music. Look, I want this to be a chance for artists of any medium to take a step back, find new inspiration, and hop back to it. Hopefully, this podcast gets you out of that rut that we call The Writer's Block. What's going on people? Welcome back to the Writer's Block. My name is Marley. If this is your first time, if it's not your first time, my name is still Marley. A little different today. Um, It is not Wednesday and it is not the morning. It's actually like almost nine o'clock on Tuesday night. The reason is because I have some special guests. This is the first guest that's on the phone. I'm really excited about it. I got this new like road podcaster thing, and I'm trying it out today and like I said, I'm really, really excited about it, and I'm really excited for these guests. The reason I'm excited for these guests is they are family. they are my cousins, Jordan and Jardan and uh basically i'm I'm gonna kind of let them well i'm gonna introduce them a little bit, but then i'm gonna let them speak for themselves so first of all. Jardan is the oldest cousin, um, and Jordan is pretty much the youngest. Aren't you? Aren't you, Jordan? You're the youngest, correct?
1: Second
0: to youngest. Thank you. Second to youngest. <laughs> there you go. You can hear them now, guys. Um, Jardan and Jordan both are entrepreneurs. I think it runs in our family for the most part. Um, and uh, I mean, they they do a bunch of stuff. I mean, I don't. I can't, I can't, it can't be put on paper. It can't be put on paper what they do. um, And it can't be put on paper uh, what they mean to me. I'm just going to let them kind of introduce themselves. We'll start with the youngest. So Jordan, welcome.
1: Hi. Thank you, cousins.
0: Yes, yes, yes.
1: Thank you for having me on the podcast.
0: Of course, of course, of course. Look at that. You're getting some applause. Wonderful. So go ahead and tell the people... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Go ahead and tell everyone about yourself, uh, what's going on in your life a little bit, and uh, then we'll get to Jordan.
1: Oh, my. So, hey, y'all. I'm Jordan. Um, I'm the favorite cousin of Jonathan, um, and I am operations manager for a building products company. Uh, I currently live in Atlanta. I have um, started my own blog called Go Cinderella and you can go join the read, join to read at com. and I'm also a licensed nail tech celebrating 12 years this year, so that's me.
0: Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> now, <laughs> welcome everyone, Jardine, to the podcast. Hello,
1: hello, hello.
0: Look at that. You got applause, too. Thank you. Jordan, tell the people a little bit about yourself.
1: Sure. While Jordan thinks she's the favoritess, I am (laughs) known as the twin cousin. Twinning me with Marley. Yes, they think we're brother and sister, but we are actually sibling cousins. (laughs) Yes, I made that up. (laughs) (laughs) But I am... Gosh, how do I define my job? Nine to five, I work on the glorious Capitol Hill. By glorious, I'm really being sarcastic. Um, I am a senior accountant for the government. Um, I also am an entrepreneur, like Marley says. I do rigs i sell bundles uh and i have fun doing it i actually like to do it for uh cancer patients people who suffer with different illnesses outside of cancer like alopecia or maybe you're losing your hair from medications do all that i am not the creative out of the group however i try my best
0: Oh, she's being modest. Um, all that I do. She's
1: being modest. And Seamus plug, go um, on Glitz by JP website. Yes,
0: yes, yes, uh, yes. Yes, yes, y'all.
1: Glitz by JP.
0: So now that we got all the introductions out of the way, I'm going to introduce today's show. Today's episode is all about living life unapologetically. Now, for this one, I wanted mm-hmm. to stay on track, okay? So I made sure that Mm -hmm. I outlined a little bit. Um, So we covered who you are, right? I want to know from each of you what your definition of an unapologetic life is. Mm, Mm. Mm.
1: Mm.
0: And I'll go first, you know, I'll I'll go first only because I kind of, ladies and gentlemen, I sprung this, this podcast on them. They don't know what questions I'm asking. Um, I wanted it to be something fresh. You know, I wanted it to be right off the, right off the, the cuff. the cuff, I think is, is the saying. So I'll go first. Um, for me, an unapologetic life is pretty much living out your truth. Right. Um, I've talked about it before. It's being authentic. Um, but of course it's also not saying sorry for who you are. Um, (laughs) I don't think that that's necessarily, you know, I don't think it means to offend people or anything like that. But I also don't think it means being concerned at depth, I guess, for others' feelings. It's basically like boundaries, if that makes sense. Cool. Yeah. So so we'll go, whoever wants to speak. What is your definition of an unapologetic life?
1: That's good what you said. Sis, you want to go first or you want me to go first? Yeah, I'll go because, you know, you like the long-winded. So (laughs) I'll keep it short. (laughs) Um, Pretty much to me, unapologetic is, like you said, living your life in your truth. That's like my new saying, you know, nowadays, if that's your truth, you know, because at the end of the day, people are going to be people. You can't change them. You can't redirect them. You can only show them who you are and who you can be. Mm. My whole thing is to be unapologetic is to be authentically you. So if you like to lay around 10 hours a day, that's you. If you like to be a go-getter 24 hours out of the day, that's you. And it's okay. You can't dumb down the person who want to sleep for their 10 hours. Facts, Because you never know what they're doing for their 14 hours in a day. You know, so um, my my whole thing is and I've been really working on this, is just if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. If I'm going to say something, I'm going to say it. But it's up to the person to know who I am and who my character is. To really show who and what I am and what I can bring to the table. So if I say, Jordan, that was a dumb move, <laughs> you're not going to take offense to it because solely I got your back. And you know, okay, well, if she says dumb, then it's dumb. Yeah. Jonathan, you take a lot of risk. I don't think that's right. But <laughs> if you want to do it, do it. But I'm not going to knock you if you fail and at- We just got to come together and be like, all right, let's think of another plan. But not caring what anybody say is like the new thing. Like, it seemed like ever since I got 30, it's just been like, I don't care what you say, how you say it, because at the end of the day, it's my decision in my life. So that's how I feel about being unapologetic.
0: And Jardine definitely uh, lives that way for sure. I think that's one of the things that, sure. that I <laughs> admire about Jard is, yeah. um, you know, she's she's truly an unapologetic living person. You know, what I mean, like it's, it's not a thing where, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to you're going to make her feel some type of way or uh, you're going to make her sacrifice herself, you know, for to, to make mm-hmm. you feel comfortable. You know, so definitely very
1: much what you see is what you get.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, pretty much. For sure. Now,
1: (laughs) there's no other way.
0: (laughs) Jordan. What's your definition?
1: You know, I love what both of you guys have said. Um, As. The youngest, I'm really starting to learn to come into my own in that manner in which you two have already come into that. You know, it's a little different for me, but um, to be unapologetically me um, means to walk in the freedom that guys give me, right? So, like, my past doesn't bound me to anything, you know, I'm not bound to anything from my past, let me say that, Um, or who I I used to be. being unapologetic means is that I get to evolve in any way that allows me to feel as free as possible. Right. That Mm -hmm. means from, uh, words that have been spoken, people's Mm -hmm. releasing people's doubts over my life. Mm -hmm. Like just because you doubt it does not mean that I'm down it. I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people, um, stay stuck in people's opinions and people's thoughts, Mm -hmm. but, Something I'm learning mm-hmm. is that, like, because we talk about vision a lot, like, I'm understanding that not everybody gets your vision. And that's OK. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody mm-hmm. is meant to go in the season for you, with you. And that's OK. Right. So I'm just learning to be unapologetic in how I'm evolving um who I am in Christ, because I know I am, you know, not saying to Shawna, but I am like Jesus freak. Right. (laughs) And it took me a long time. It took me a long time to admit that. Like I really, really boy, you know? And so I see you guys embracing your unapologeticness, which is not a word, but, um, and so I'm learning how to do that more. And just, like I said, just being free.
0: Evolution. It's been great watching Mm -hmm. you evolve business. Um, as a person yes. your faith uh just in general the evolution of you has been has been a joy to watch
1: thank you cousin. she's growing up so fast she, she is makes you feel so great on the inside it's crazy it's crazy
0: um crazy she was that
1: annoying person running around like <laughs>
0: <yeah>. <laughs> my my next question and we kind of alluded to that I guess but have you always lived this way have you always lived in an unapologetic manner?
1: God, no. Oh, <laughs> um, no. I I think um, I walked a lot of rebellion. <laughs> uh, the raw part of me was unapologetic. you know, older, you get on it. You better tone on it because you can't walk through Apologize No Rain You know You gotta have some type of Rain Like Know when to turn it on Know when to turn it off And I'm not saying be fake Mm -hmm. By no means Um, I'm not saying that Have a little bit of self control You know I still work with that A lot Because sometimes I can Y'all know I can just pop off Sometimes I don't really be thinking about it Like that I might just say what I need to say in that moment, and we all good from there. Mm-hmm. But some things um, really should be registered mm-hmm. before reacting. Mm-hmm. And learning that slowly, and yes, it's taken me a second, but I'm trying to do, I hear everybody say like, oh, soft soft girl era, it's not even about being soft, it's just about knowing when and where and how to act. And that's the thing, you know, I'm no nonsense, so I ain't really taking too much. So, my whole thing is, I'm going to deal with you on the level that you are on. I can't deal with you on the level that I think you are on because I think everybody's on my level until something happens. And then it's just like, "Mm, now I'm mad. And now we're in a whole different era and I don't want to be like that no more. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I tend to now just say, I'm just going to meet you where you're at. If this is the highest that you are at, then that's the highest. Some people cannot hold at a certain capacity, mm-hmm. you know, you know, we hold ourselves at a at a certain standard. Your standard can't be my standard. Things you tolerate, might I may tolerate, but I'm also very confrontational, so that doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. So we can go tit to tat all day long. Whereas Jordan's not confrontational. Jonathan, you're. I don't think you're confrontational. Uh, then I've never seen you out of character either. So, you know, it's just like you always have this calmness to you. Yeah, for the most Jordan part. Jordan has, yeah, Jordan has a little upbeat. She knows how to take you with the sayings. And she's going to slow talk you, but she's going to get you together. I'm a loud to <laughs> get you together. So... <laughs> That's my whole thing. It's just it's just very different and where you want to be in life. You just take a slow. Take a step back. Think about it. Because sometimes what you're learning to, it's probably you.
0: Mm.
1: Mm, that's the. so
0: I heard uh, that's
1: where I'm at with
0: it. I heard someone say that and this is something that I'm finding out more and more is the people in your life are mirrors. Like they show you you. Mm. So, for instance, <clears throat> um, one thing about <laughs> one thing about me is I'm usually late to things. But the weirdest thing is when people are late, I'm upset about it. You know, and so going on that the theory of of the mirrors is what we'll call it the theory of the mirrors. Going on that theory, the only reason it upsets me is because it resonates within me. I know that I'm always late when I see them late. It's just, it's a reflection. It's showing me myself. If it were a thing where I wasn't late, for instance, I I worked for a guy, Jose, I would show up late. Like it's literally, it's literally a thing. Um, He didn't seem too bothered by it, you know, but he's all, he's always on time, you know, and, and he would just, Hey man, look, you know, he would let me know, hey, you know, try to be on time or if if you're running late, hit me up, let me know um, but it wouldn't bother him on on the level that it bothers me when people are late, like I actually get upset um so it's it's interesting i I find that people really are mirrors, they kind of just show you yourself the the things that you like the things, and on the same or on the yeah on the same or on the opposite side of that um when you see somebody that you admire, it's really because it's within you. You know what I mean? Like for me, I admire um, Mm -hmm. like Jay-Z for his business acumen and for his musicality and all that kind of stuff. But I believe those same things, that same potential is inside of me, Mm -hmm. you know? So.
1: that's good and so what i hear is accountability like it makes you kind of yourself
0: yeah oh yeah definitely when you when you point a finger you've got three pointing back you know Um, i try to keep that in mind but
1: not only not only let me just toot my own horn Uh as um even though i'm the youngest i am an example because (laughs) 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 no slicer no slicer (laughs) um I am a very timely person and the fact that you are not timely is ridiculous and you should be mad at
0: yourself. Oh no, it is, but you know, we won't (laughs) even go into the, I don't ever want to make an excuse for it. Right. And, and I talk about mental health, um, on the show quite a bit. One of the things though, truly, uh, one of the markers of ADHD is showing up late. The reason being dopamine is, is an indicator or, um, Dopamine allows us to to regulate our time. So think of when you're having fun, time goes by fast, right? It's because of the flood of dopamine. Dopamine dilates time. Um, and that's for that same reason, uh, people with ADHD have a hard time, uh, managing time. Now, like I said, I don't want to make that a crutch. You know what I mean? Like when there are ways around right. it, set a timers, uh, you know, and, and, and mm. manage your time wisely. Try, try, try. And some stuff, right. especially business stuff, I'm on time, but other things, especially the things that I don't really want to do, um, I'm not on time. So, but you're right. It is, it is something that's, that's no unacceptable. Deadline. Huh? You don't have a
1: deadline. Yeah. I feel like if you put a deadline to things, you'll work towards the deadline.
0: This is very true.
1: However, I'm the total opposite. You know, Working in the salon that we've owned for over 20 years has taught me if I fall behind, my clients will pile up. Mm. I don't have room for error. Mm. So in my life, everything is timely. You know? <laughs> and I do suffer a little bit from anxiety. So if The smallest thing is off. I don't care if we're off by a minute. I don't care if it's putting me past the time. If the time is set and I'm not there, I automatically go into a timbre. And it's just like, what the heck? But that's because that's how I manage myself. If I'm not on time, I'm out of whack. If something is thrown off, even by 30 seconds, I'm still out of whack. Mm. And then at that point, I'm already in high rage, which I'm learning to just tone down because I can't control everything, but it's mind over matter type of thing. And it takes a long time to get down from being mad because sister flipped her car and I literally only had 10 minutes to get to where I am. <laughs> so, I mean, it just takes time. Timing is everything, Fair but enough. being on time is very important. Mm-hmm.
0: Now you're right. Very important. You're right. And I, you know, I just want to say to everyone, I live that truth very unapologetically. No, I'm kidding. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> if that's your truth. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, uh, but Jordan, yeah, I want to I direct the question to you as well. Um, and like I said, I know you've kind of touched on it a little bit here and there, but have you always lived. And unapologetic Or at least To where you are now Have you always lived that way?
1: I will say like There was a time Of course like in my younger years Right? That's 8th grade on down You know You couldn't tell me Nothing I knew was the stuff La la It's not until you experience Like Mm -hmm. And experience Certain experiences That It halts What you believe Mm -hmm. Sometimes You know And so No How I am now is not um how I was five years ago. um I will say I care a lot um about what people think, and so that stunted my unapologetic um, mindset or behaviors, right because I didn't want to make anybody feel and i'm I'm a type of person like I know myself, but I also know that. I can lead in a room, right? And so I never wanted to make anybody feel small. I wanted to make us all feel like we're on the same page. And I think that I'm better than anybody else. But when you're younger, you really don't know how to cater to that, right? Um, and so now I use my leadership as a way to bring everybody up to me, not keep every everybody down from me. That way I don't have to then downgrade who I am, right? Because as I evolve, I just keep moving up. Right. You know, and it's up to me to cultivate an environment where it not where I can not only pour into, but it pours back into me. Yeah. And so, to my sister's point um, of me being kind of like low key with people, I leave people where they at. You know, if you want to stay there, stay there. Don't mind, mm-hmm. you, right? But what you won't do now is come into my space of peace, my space of confidence. My space of, you know, favor and all this stuff, and put your um, two cents in it, or put your fears Negative, in it, negativity. or project in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or put your negativity in it. Like I'm not about that life <laughs> no more. You know what I'm saying? And so now I'm I'm very bold in that sense. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because I have come to a place where I'm proud. Of who I am and where I am and where I desire to go. Mm,
0: I like that. I like that a lot. I like that. I think we should go ahead and clap it up for Jordan real quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord, a out
1: of I mean, that is just, woo. You know, I feel like that's just, um, uh, what do you call that? Kind of like a uh foreshadow of where I'm getting ready to go. I mean mm-hmm. I just hear hand claps. That's just so great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> one one thing you said though, and it's crazy because I, yeah. I had this quote um already loaded up in my outline here. Um but it was it was further along in the conversation. But since you said it, I'm gonna bring it to this point in the conversation. Um Jay-Z said I will and I'm quoting him I walk in every room as myself. I don't walk in any room as anyone else. I'm not cowering. I'm not speaking soft. My voice doesn't change. It sounds exactly the same way. I'm walking as myself and I'm proud. So
1: that's right. With
0: with that being said, um, do you think you found your voice? Have you actually Um, found your voice?
1: I think I will because I'm not going to change.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm not nervous. I might be nervous going into a room, mm-hmm. but once I get in it, I'm in it. Yeah. And it's like, just like a whole like, all right, we're here. I can say what I want, do what I need to. I'm not going to shake it up. I'm not going to shake it down. Yeah.
0: I'm
1: just going to be like, look, this is what it is. But that also comes with being an entrepreneur. If I walk in scary, ain't nobody going to give me my money. <laughs> you got to be confident. Yeah. And then if I say this is going to cost you $785 plus tax, then that's what it is. Now, I got things in place that's going to help you with that 785 plus tax. Yeah. It's up to you to take it or leave it. And I can't be mad if you don't take it because I can't dumb down myself because you want to go pay for Ming Ling over here twenty two fifty. I can't give you twenty two fifty because what I offer is manager. Yeah.
0: And that comes and with I stand knowing your that. that comes with knowing your worth, you know what I mean? Um, you know yeah, that you have a quality product that you're bringing to the market.
1: Exactly. And
0: you won't mm-hmm. sacrifice um, you know, your your worth.
1: Your quality. Right. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. I think that's it something,
1: work, you
0: know? Yeah, I think that's something that every entrepreneur has to learn. I know for me, um, doing weddings and video vi- videography and photography with weddings, um, they're expensive and people always approach it um as, Hey, you know, I just need a, a little video of the nah. And and at first it was at first yeah. it was me saying, Okay, well, you know, I need to pay bills or whatever, I'll do this discount. And now it's gotten to the point where I've, I've realized number one, the worth, right. But then also mm-hmm. the work that it takes, you know, a lot of people think that exactly. a lot of people think that doing a wedding is just that day. And it's not, it's, it's doing that day, but then it's coming back home or to the office or wherever you may edit and editing, you know, and that's hours and hours mm-hmm. behind a computer. Um, and going through footage and it's just, it's time consuming. And that's truly what Mm -hmm. people are paying for. Um, so to any creative, especially videography and photography, make sure you, you know, your worth, um, and you're not afraid to, to ask for it.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Um, Jordan, have you found your voice?
1: That's such a great question. And I was just like listening to y'all talk about it while I was also thinking. Um, I found my voice in certain aspects of my life, right? I found my voice in my job, for instance, right? I work in a male-dominated fields, right? I work in, with contractors and engineers and things like that. And I, I never knew anything about facilities, You know what I'm saying? It's something I stumbles upon or stumbles into. Um, And so, yeah, now when I'm in a room with men and I am the only black woman in there, not just the only black woman, but I'm the youngest manager in the room, you know, um, I speak up, you know, I know the material. I know that my business instinct, like guys give me such a fierce, uh, a keen sense of discernment, you know what I'm saying? And instinct, you know, so where I thought I had to be very intellectual, I use instinct, you know, Um, and that has guided me and that has made me confident in my work and my ability to lead, Um, especially a a team, you know, where I have other people's careers in my hand that are in their 60s and 40s and 30s. Meanwhile, I'm just getting started out the game, I'm 28. You know what I'm saying? And here I am positioned where I'm not qualified, but I've been called, <coughs> right? Mm. And so Eesh. that has been the most, <laughs> uh scariest yet profound thing in my life. You know what I'm saying? God always gives you a glimpse, right? And so, you know, you never know what you're in until you're in it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, But I will have to say in my, in my life outside of work, I'm still learning to speak up for Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Jordan has come to a place where she doesn't allow certain things to happen, but also too, um, I went to a listening party last week for like Dante Bo and I was in the room, but I really just didn't know how to work a room. First of all, slight flex.
0: First of all, slight flex. I was in a listening party, Dante Bo, and you just breeze right past it. But, you know, keep, (laughs) keep going. Keep going. (laughs)
1: Um, and I just, I don't know why I couldn't just show up, you know, as who I am. Um, and really work the room, talk to people I didn't know, you know, and that's just to say like, I'm not all there and that's okay. Um, But I'm getting, Mm, I I, I, I I ended up talking to two people who came up to me, you know, and spoke with me um, and it was easy to speak with, but you know how like you're in a place and you just kind of feel fake at first. (laughs) But you're actually like talking like that's how I still feel in the room sometimes. So that's just something like I'm working into because again, um, I told my mom this a couple weeks ago. I was like, at 28, I feel like I'm starting over. You know, why does God have me in this place where He's separating me all over again? You know, where I thought I made the friends and did this and did that. Right now, I'm being put in the in the position where I am I'm separated again. That means I'm by myself, right? But now I'm 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 trying to cultivate friendships, you know. God purposely mm-hmm. with you know meaning you know intentional
0: yeah.
1: friendships, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so navigating that has just been a, a slightly hard for me. But I mean, I still show up. Like it's when you stop showing up that you that that, that you um, keep yourself from growing in that area. The more you do something, mm-hmm. the easier it becomes. Yeah. You know, so that's just
0: my little tear bed where I'm at, and I think too, you know isolation before elevation, you know what I mean um I think there is a mm-hmm. separation period uh e- if I look back over my life um any time mm-hmm. that like I've lost friends or I've moved away from a job or moved away uh from like school um Mm -hmm. there was always some period of like separation or isolation before Mm -hmm. elevation. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's, that's, it's held true in my life at least. Yeah, for Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. And you both said something that kind of resonates with me. I'm a quiet person and I'm not really a quiet person. Once you get to know me, I'm not quiet at all. I talk a lot. Um,
1: Exactly.
0: Exactly. But me I'm a, I'm observant in new places, um, and yeah. also yeah. I think that um, I tend to speak here and there only because I don't like to I don't like small talk I don't like to to just be talking for talking's sake. Oh my you gosh, know what I mean? me too. Yeah, oh, I hate I, that. I, if I say something, number one, I want people to listen to me, and I think when you talk, yeah. talk, 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 talk that wears down on your brand, so to speak, it waters it down. And then people are just like, well, Mm -hmm. he talks all the time. So I'm not, you know, it's in one ear and out the other. And then the other part of that is I want to make sure that I have something meaningful to say, something that adds to someone's life or adds to uh, the work I'm doing or the situation I'm in or, or whatever. And it goes back to, to Jardin saying time and place, right? Like there's a time and place for everything, So, um, you know, in certain situations I am super talkative and others I'm not. Mm -hmm. Um, but if you're like that, if you're listening to this and you're like that, don't get that confused. Like don't get the loudest in the room confused with the, the significant person. Oftentimes the loudest in the room is the weakest in the room. Um, yeah. And, and that's a, a, a masking thing. Um, but Mm -hmm. most people. Most people who have uh if you're if you're that person who's who's quiet and and reserved we'll say reserved um that's okay, you know what I mean um you can yeah. still have a voice but have a quiet one is is what I'm trying to get to
1: yeah one of the things two of my favorite things that I've learned is that um one if you're talking, how can you listen mm you know what I'm saying? If you're always talking, then you're not listening. Yeah. Right. And number two, it's like confidence is quiet. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. there's there is something sexy about a quiet confidence where you can move in a room and people see you without seeing you. You know what I'm saying? Like
0: yeah. they don't
1: even have to hear your voice, but they want to know who you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like to me, that's so sexy. Like I feel like when I walk in a room, I am that girl. Now, whether yep. not I work the room, I can't say that, yeah. but I promise y'all walk in that room, like, my outfit is my, I'm cute, yes. you know, my yes. red is popping. Um, my hair is popping. And looking that's good. what I know. Yeah. <laughs> right, and yeah, i am giving eye contact and things like that, but that doesn't necessarily mean, like, I have to be, oh my god, who are you, girl? And, I'm oh, wow, you. you're, you know, just not intrusive, but you know, just extra. Yeah, just being present in the moment, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes mm-hmm. being in the moment does not mean you need to talk. Yeah. You know, I can go anywhere, and i and I and I can, and I can. It sometimes baffles me. I can go anywhere and sit, and some I know for a fact somebody's going to say something to me. Yeah, I know mm-hmm. for a fact somebody's going to approach me. That is what I don't care if I've never been there. You know, even on my job, I walk in like I'm the only person. Now, whether I go and and mingle with the people, that's on me. But I make sure I stand around. I'm moving with the crowd. I'm doing everything I need to do. So if we do come, I'm to speak. Hey, how you doing? Hey, (laughs) what's going on? Hey, yeah, that's me. You know, and then you build that up just by two if you're not used to being by yourself you'll never know how it feels to be in a room by yourself Mm. and I'm not saying like oh you gotta go with your friends here everybody can't go with you in certain places which I know I can't necessarily you know take my sister with me she's in Atlanta I can't take my best friend with me everywhere I go because she don't know none of the spaces that I'm in. And it would literally be a hindrance for me if I'm somewhere and I'm like, okay, I want to get this done if the person don't know how you rocking and rolling. You can't roll with that person. So sometimes you got to be by yourself and just be like, you know what? I got to do it. I need to do it. I mean, start off small. Go sit in a restaurant by yourself. Go take yourself to a movie. Go to the malls by yourself. Do something by yourself where it's only beneficial to you. You start off with the things that are beneficial. I mean, hey, you went to college, you went by yourself. Yes, you gained friends, but how did you gain those friends? You know, Jordan, you went to a listening party. You went by yourself. It's up to you to be in that room and be like, man, man, I'm in the room whole time. You're in a room with people who had the same common things that you like to do. Mm-hmm. They're at the listening party. They love, who is it? Dante Bowman. They love him. They love God. They love, you know, his, his style, you, things like that. You yeah. know, you walk into a room, not feeling lonely, but with like people. Yeah. Yeah. I I like that. And I also like just to piggyback on that, it's like also too, you go into a room with some people who are thinking the same thing as you. And it's up to one of you to break the silence. Like I'm learning that not only that, like challenge yourself to make one friend. I mean, not even one friend, but to talk to one person in the room. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And that's what I did at this evening. I go a lot of places by myself, a lot of places now. Don't y'all think I'm lonely or nothing, but, um, I go a lot of places by myself and I did those, that, that was one of the challenges that I did in this one, one, um, event that I went to and honey, y'all be surprised. Cause I had two friends, you know what I'm saying? That I had gained, you know, um, and again, people's skill sets, you know, oh, you're a nutritionist. Well, I'm new to the gym. You know, let's help each other out. Mm-hmm. Sis. You know what I'm saying? So that was good, sis. That was good. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Jordan, you reminded me, too, of a tattoo that I have, M- Mamila Pinatopi, which means a look shared by two with each wishing the other would mm-hmm. initiate something both desire, but neither wants to start. And that's often how mm. those rooms are. You know what I mean? Like it, You, you look at another person and you're like, man, I want to tell them, uh, you know, it could be something as simple as their shoes are great, whatever. And they're thinking the same thing whole time. Um, and neither of you, neither of you wants to, to start that, that conversation, that compliment, um, which Mm -hmm. I always think is interesting. And that was just a a reminder to me to, to kind of step out and be bold, um, in that way, Yeah, you know? Yeah. And, and that it, one that will your boldness. Yeah. Same,
1: same, that will
0: you you build your boldness. Oh yeah. For that sure. will
1: build your boldness.
0: For sure. Um that's uh a lot of people think that um you have to have inspiration and then take action. But it's really the other way around. You take mm-hmm. action and you gain inspiration and then it just goes in a circle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That that boldness yeah. grows by taking action. Just like you said.
1: Yeah. 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 Now I was gonna say okay. last thing, like one advice to the listeners when you go into their rooms is to compliment somebody, you know, because mm-hmm. that is a conversation starter. Yeah. Yes, yeah, big time. Play dumb.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Play exactly.
1: Dumb. Oh, exactly. Let somebody else this? be the expert. I mean she did write sis, the yeah. same face you learn, but it just comes out. It's just natural.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. people love to talk about themselves. You know know what I mean? Like you will be seen as a great conversationalist if you just ask questions and let people talk about themselves. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's that's always stuck with me, too. But um, looking back on your life, your journey through Mm -hmm. through um, learning to use your voice, your journey through uh, living your life unapologetically. Um, Jordan, you talked about being a people pleaser. I'm a people pleaser as well. And that's something that I'm learning through therapy to create boundaries and things like that. But looking back, would you change anything?
1: Um, I would have to say no. And I think at first, if you were to ask me this five years ago, I would probably say yes. But looking back, I say no because... I see how everything played a part, right? If I never gone through the relationship I had gone through, I would have never gained my blog Cinderella. Mm -hmm. Right. And that the responses that I've gotten, um, have been immaculate, right. It's been really great, but only a testament to God for using my past for my present. Um, and then my platform, right um, I wouldn't feel worthy of my future, who I am now, what i what I'm you know going to you know God's plan, you know um I wouldn't have grown to this confidence if I didn't have some some of them hard conversations or let go of some of those friends, you know, I wouldn't be as wise as I am if. I didn't um, cling to God in the way that I had to to save myself. You know what I'm saying? so I think that everything, you know, works together for your good. You know what I'm saying? So that means the good and the bad, the ugly and the cute. You know what I'm saying? And, And so, like, now I'm clinging on to... Um, that God's plan, you know, God has a plan for your life to give you a hope and a future. You know what I'm saying? And that's where I am now, you know? And so we'll go on from there and I'll probably have a different conversation, a different answer for you the next five years. <laughs> but um, as for now, no, I'm I'm actually glad that I went through the things that I went through.
0: And jardin What are you thinking? Would Uh, you change anything? um, um, I feel like Jard doesn't even have to change anything. I feel like since birth, Jardine has uh, just been living in an unapologetic life.
1: (laughs) I'm going to say you guys probably think that because at some point I was very like buck wild rebellious. It was like I honed in on that, you know, Mm -hmm. and certain things, I'm not going to say I wouldn't change anything, but I'm going to say I would change things Mm -hmm. because certain things did not end up in great situations, you know, um, did I learn from them? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you know me, I was flashy. And, you know, I gained most of my friends from my flashiness. I had everything. I had the latest and the greatest, but I made sure I had all that. But at the same time, it kind of made me a little cocky. Mm -hmm. And I think people often confuse cockiness for confidence, whereas Mm -hmm. if I did things differently, my whole life would be different right now. You know, and I'm coming from... A financial state of mind, you know. Like I said, I was very flashy. I was very confident. You couldn't tell me nothing. And You still can't. But <laughs> now I know how to use that instead of showboating. You ain't gonna catch me showboating. Yeah. I don't care. It's my right. number. And yeah, I'm 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 all the way humble. You know. You, you I will I can be. I'm the same person in my Durango as I am in my BMW. You know, I get that question all the time, you know, whereas the BMW was like a status. You know, you got a BMW, you're doing this, you're doing that. And I'm like, yes, I finally get my dream car. But that dream car had me flat out on my ass, too. <laughs> whereas now I on my butt. Sorry. <laughs> um, whereas next now, time I'll we'll have to throw up, a- you know
0: little sensor for you
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) um whereas now i drive my durango like it's the best thing on the road yeah i love that car that car is is me but see i've always been into cars so don't no car define me but i also don't care what you think of me when i pull up in the durango versus the bmw if you think I got money based on the BMW, so be it. If you think I ain't got no money based on the BMW, based on the Durango, so be it. But when I walk in the room, you're gonna know I'm I'm all that. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. I I that's just how it is, you know. So would I change some things? Yes, um, but who I am today? No, like no. I'm still learning though.
0: Yeah. Just- we temperament all are wise. Yeah. We all are. And yeah, I feel like,
1: temperament wise.
0: I feel like the difference is, you know, you said you were cocky and now you're confident. And I feel like the difference is one comes from a different place. You know what I mean? Like your confidence comes mm-hmm. from like this solid place of knowing who you are. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. and usually the, the cockiness kind of comes from insecurity. You know what I mean? But
1: yeah. What you got, what you don't
0: got. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know everybody uh, for the most part will say, you know, they wouldn't change anything. Um, I would change one thing. I would change the, the speed. Knowing like at 31, knowing what I know now, I would impart that knowledge on my younger self. So in a way I wouldn't change things. Mm -hmm. Like I wouldn't change how it unfolded or anything like that, or the things that I'm learning now or any of it. But I would go through it faster. I wish that I got to this point quicker, you know? Um, and to be honest, I feel like my mom was trying to do that and I didn't listen to a lot of the things. And had I listened, I, I would be at this moment a lot faster, but all in all, um, you know, I, I wouldn't really change, um, how it all happened. And I think, the biggest thing too is being like going through that allows you to help someone else. That's one thing that I'm finding Mm -hmm. out is that our testimony, our story, whatever you want to call it, um, it helps people. And so if there's people listening to this episode, um, and they were like walking in your shoes of, you know, not knowing their voice or not living unapologetically at some point in time, what would you tell them to help kind of push them into that direction, maybe faster than, than what you got into it? Can
1: you repeat
0: the question again? Yeah, so what would you tell someone who was in your shoes, living, living their life in a, an apologetic way, not living their, their fullest unapologetic life or not having found their voice? What would you tell them? Um, to kind of help push mm. them into the direction of finding their voice or f- or living unapologetically.
1: Um, something that I tell anybody that I'm talking to, um, and from my shoes perspective, um, is to cling to who you are in God, right? Who God calls you, right? Because again, like I said, experiences cripple your voice. It can cripple it or it can hinder it or it could uh, minimize it. And it can be very subtle. You could still think, you know, just like Jodhia said, that cocky is confused for confidence. You know what I'm saying? But when you know who you are, you know, that means that you have a different type of boldness. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it is a boldness, it's a confidence, it's a, a knowing. You know what I'm saying? That it can't be broken down because this is who I was created to be. This is, you know, who I am. And there's um, scripture and my father to back me up on this. You know what I'm saying? And so uh, when you really get down to who you are and whose you are, right, then you can walk in the boldness you were created to walk in, you know, because God gives confidence that sticks, stays, represents. um, And you you won't search so much for somebody to understand you. Um, or you will to search so much to be um, accepted, right? Because a lot of times, me and my sisters always say, like, why do people just flock to us? You know, <clears throat> like people just love who we are, and that's because we are bold. Yeah. You know, and that's because our mom did tell us who we were. You know what I'm saying? There's no doubt in my mind that you can't tell me I'm not a parish. Right. So when I walk in a room and you try to tell me I'm not a parish, I'm going to look at you like crazy because it's my birth certificate. You know what I'm saying? This is my who God called me to be, who God told me I am. It's my birthright. I have the mind of Christ. He's all powerful, all knowing. What do you mean? There's nothing I can't do. There's no idea he won't give me. You know what I'm saying? Um, You know, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. You know, so when a man tries to tell me, oh, you're not cute, you know, it's like, boy, please, he broke the mold, literally. (laughs) Like, please understand that this DNA is the one and only that you'll ever get. And I am the one and only Jordan Parrish. I mean, you you can find another one with the same writing, (laughs) with the same, you know, spelling, but you won't get the same me. Who, somebody who experienced who I am, I changed your life forever because God has placed me there. You know, I know deep down it's not you that is um, not getting me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's you that's forever going to look for me in something else because I came with that boldness and that knowing that... Pfft, it's me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I am she. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: and I love
0: it I love it. I love it.
1: in my, my Carisha voice, I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh gosh. Jardin. So that's what I would say, guys.
0: Jordan, yes. what would you tell someone?
1: Um for me. Everything that Jordan said, yes. (laughs) Um, But I feel like you live and you learn. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So with that being said, take all the risks. Do everything. I mean, experience is key. Mm -hmm. I feel like if you don't experience it, you can't live it. Wait a minute. um, (laughs) Wait a minute.
0: Say it again. If you don't experience it. uh, You can't live it. Yeah. You
1: can't live it, and I and I feel like you know. I always tell Jordan all the time. Our parents shielded us from from so much. When we found out what the world really looked like, it was too late. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that in a bad way because they did what they could, but nobody can prepare you for life. Facts, experience. But at the end of the day, I feel like, you know, when you learn things, you see things, you tend not to believe it. Mm -hmm. Um, It it tends to show up as fear because you don't know it. You've never seen it. You never witnessed it. And it's just like, um, okay, I'm here now. What am I going to do? You're there you have to go through it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's funny because 32. I went to go get my hair braided the other day. And uh, I was, you know, I had the thing where if I don't know where I'm at or where I'm going, I share my location um, with my boyfriend. And so I was telling him, you know, I'm going to get my hair done. He's like, all right, where well, you got to go? Tell him where I got to go. I said, you know, I'll just send you the address. You know, where I went. And so, although I didn't, I knew it was the hood, but I didn't know it was the hood. <laughs> um, I recognized the restaurant we had went to and I'm like, oh, it's by this restaurant. The whole time I had to walk three blocks from the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Not knowing those three blocks, I'm in the center of a thousand hood's. And, you know, he, he took me back. He said, okay. you're you're right in the middle of a few hoods. So just be careful. Get your hair done, come home. So I'm like, all right, cool. It's early morning. But as I'm sitting there waiting to get my hair done, mind you, I go early. The nine o'clock hour in DC is different from the 11 o'clock hour in DC. (laughs) And when I tell you, within an hour, I've seen every walk of life you can actually think of. Was I scared? No, because I had already been warned. But now it just put up a different cautious level, you know? Right. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, well, I have shared my location. You know where I'm at. And I'm giving him a time frame. Mm-hmm. You know, anything that goes down, I know he come to get me because he knows exactly where I am. But that just comes with experience. He knows. He knows mm-hmm. a lot of things that I don't know. But we also grew very differently. Mm-hmm. So there are things that I do look to him to be like, okay, well, where I'm at, because I don't know where I'm at. And I really like send him all my locations for anything that I don't know where I am yeah. because I know he knows and I know he knows how to get to me. So uh, I just know like at the end of the day, no matter what you do or how you do it, you have to experience it because that's the only way you'll know it. You know, and now I know I'm not going back over there to get my hair done. I don't care how bad my hair is. not <laughs> I'm not going back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just like, but that came from me being impatient. I'm very impatient. And I know that about myself. When I want something, I want something done. And I knew, hey, I'm going to the african gallery <clears throat> I don't care what it, said. But I know I won't go to that one. I'll just go to the one in Waldorf <laughs> and keep it at that. You know what I'm saying? I might have to wait a little longer, but safety comes first, especially Living in the times that we live in now. Yeah. And, you know, and I feel like, you know, I share the same wisdom and discernment, too. You know, I might not speak about it like my sister, but I do share it. So did I know it was probably a little iffy? Yeah, I did. But I also was like, God, please protect me. And I also get back up, share the location. Cause if anything going down, I know somebody come to get me. <laughs> but I also know too, I was very uncomfortable the entire time. And I don't like that. Yeah. So therefore now that experience has told me I'm never going down. Right. So that's how I look at life. Yeah,
0: I would, I would say um, I would say to people, sit with yourself. Um, I think for me, that's the, the first step in finding your voice or living unapologetically is uh, to to kind of isolate yourself. And not like, you know, don't be a hermit and sit, you know, all alone for forever or nothing like that. But like, you know, go on a, on a mm-hmm. walk in nature or, you know, walk in a mall or something like just be with yourself for a second. You know, if you're a person mm-hmm. who is like just overstimulated by like noise and stuff, like don't go to the mall and <laughs> just put on some meditation music or, That's me. yeah, or just yeah. be quiet for a second and just enjoy it. You know what I mean? And and I think in that silence and in, in those moments, um, you begin to speak to yourself. And I think, you know, obviously we have a spirit and we have like our self. Um, I think your spirit knows who you are. Point blank period. Mm-hmm. I think your spirit already knows the things. I think your spirit is the thing that gives you like that intuition and all of that. So I think your spirit mm-hmm. knows who you are. Um, but I think that you have to, you can only bridge the gap between yourself and your, your higher self, your spirit, your soul through silence. Um, so I would say to, mm-hmm. to, to those people, just be quiet for a second, be still and and really get to know yourself yeah 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 well geez, this is my first by the way, guys, this is my first hour long podcast. Thank you guys for for that uh this is history in the making. I'm super excited about that that's
1: right, yeah
0: I know,
1: but I didn't want him to press his own horn
0: <laughs> but yeah, so um, yeah, <laughs> he thank-
1: tune his own horn.
0: Thank you guys so much for joining me um Thank hopefully you. we'll we'll continue I to do this do. we yeah of course we've talked about um plans of, of getting our own podcast, so you know hopefully that 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 uh comes about pretty soon um but before we go
1: <laughs>
0: before we go, can you guys give your social media if anybody is listening to this and just wants to connect to you or connect with you? How would they do that? Um, Jordan, you you can go first.
1: All right, Josh. So it's Jordan, um, two underscores, J O R D I, because I'm me, mean, and five N's. So two underscores, <laughs> J O R D I N, five times. And then for my blog, Seamus Blog, shameless plug, um, it's called Go Cinderella, two underscores, and then
0: Go Cinderella. Isn't that a isn't that a Drake song or something? And then he said, then he oh, said, "Ghost Cinderella. Yeah. Yes, yeah, and yeah, one
1: of the songs. What is that song? Oh, you fancy, fancy, fancy huh? Yeah, fancy? that's yeah. the one. Yeah, that's
0: my job. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jard. How can they get up with you? How can they connect? Um. Well, you can
1: connect with me uh, at Glitz G L I T Z by J P. Um, I'm on IG, I'm on Threads, um, and I'm on Facebook. I don't get on Facebook, but you can follow <laughs> me because uh, I appreciate the followers.
0: Thanks, facts. Uh, shout out to Threads, mm-hmm. too. I, I feel like I haven't seen y'all on Threads yet. I don't know why I feel like yeah, that. Yeah, because
1: we little babies in the making. Yeah. We ain't popping like that. I mean, honey, slowly but surely I know I'm old, honey I didn't even have no Twitter so oh, God! you know, too many social media for me It's just a lot, honey Fair enough like, I'm they're, dealing with
0: a lot That's another podcast <laughs> episode in and of itself Just social media is, is, is crazy But it
1: gives, I <laughs> <enjoy it. laughs>
0: okay. But uh, but yeah, once again, guys Thank you so much for for joining me um, The people loved you, I'm sure Oh, look at that They're, they're right on time um
1: yeah.
0: and mm-hmm. uh yeah, so hopefully we'll do this again soon, and ladies sure. and,
1: and place
0: ladies and gentlemen, uh that was the episode um and and like they said, if you want to join or if you want to connect with them, you know the social medias hit them up, but this is Marley, and I am out of here. I will see you guys later on the next episode. peace. Yo, yo, if you enjoyed this episode of The Writer's Block Make sure you tune in every Wednesday If you're an artist, you're gonna love it I want this podcast to be your home I want it to be a place for you to take a step back Find new inspiration And get back to doing what you love What you do best And that's creating So make sure you join me on Wednesdays And hopefully I can get you out of that rut That we call The Writer's Block I those nights Stuck in my head Sun in your eyes, stuck in my bed, yeah, yeah.